Hi, welcome to Ghostman Radio Station, and tonight my guest is Ara a bit Aratago. I think I might got that right. Artego, yep, Artego. And he's going to tell me a little bit about what he does. He's quite an interesting chap. <laughs> well, quite thank you. I appreciate that. Well, um, on May fifth of twenty eighteen, at a hair salon, I had what some would call a spiritual awakening. I started speaking in um, a different language for about seven minutes or so, and they had to carry me in the bathroom. And then it started happening again in different random public places. And then I just started to develop a series of gifts. Like I could touch people and see visions. I could hear people's inner being or soul calling out to me when they needed help. Then I could learn how to speak the language of the heart. And then I met my angels and I could see other people's angels and I taught people how to meet their angels. And and now what I do uh, four years later is I help people to create a new life for their dream life through the practicality of spirituality. And we know spirituality to be the journey of self-discovery that begins with the heart first. So I guess you could say I'm a heart whisperer as well. And I, I work with angels to, to help people access their heart and access their dream life while they're still alive. When this first gift first came to you, did it scare you or would you feel blessed? I was honestly really excited. Um, it happened right before my 33rd birthday. Um, and I, I had always been into like magic and spirits and ghosts and stuff, but I, I didn't think I was that lucky to actually be a person who could connect in that way. And so when it happened for me, I was curious. I was so curious. And my angels told me one of the reasons why I was able to adapt to my gift so quickly is because I was open to it and I was having fun with it. So there, I don't think that there was, there's been any instance in the last four years that I've ever been uh, scared. So. And how do you use your gift? Are you drawn to people to help them, or do they come to you? Don't be offended by this question. Do you charge for your services? I do, I do. Um, if I if I'm out and about, or if I'm having a 
something just kind of comes up, I, I, I won't charge then. But if, if someone's actively reaching out, um, they go to my website or book me, or you know they see me live streaming on social media, um, and they will uh, schedule a one-on-one session. So yes, I, I do charge when, when people seek me out. But if it's just something that kind of happens in the midst of conversation or being out in public, no, I don't. I just want to cu- I'll cover that because there's always this query sometimes, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I understand that. But I do. Um, I live stream sometimes on my uh, on my Instagram, and then I live stream sometimes on Facebook, and I give out free readings. And if someone wants more than you know than what I offer in the free space, they have an opportunity to donate a specific amount, and then they can get uh, a more in-depth reading while I'm on live. And when I do live, I always do discounted readings for those who maybe not be able to afford uh, my services otherwise. Have you ever read someone's and they've had some really serious, uh, like a dark energy around them or a, something really bad is going to happen and you've got, uh, do you feel obliged to tell them there or then or would you tell them privately? Gotcha. Here's the beauty in that. When I feel something dangerous around someone or, or, you know, dark or whatnot, I usually don't tell them because when, when you do that, they put more attention on it and it only grows. So when I feel something for someone, I actually guide them around that which is to come that may be harmful or out of alignment with what they desire to experience. Do you ever watch these programs where, um, I was watching one today on Netflix about these psychics on this reality show and I'm thinking to myself there was a lot of what I call genuine psychics and obviously there's the psychics that do the research you know they can do research first before they tell you something do you prefer not to know the history about anybody before they talk to you message from the higher powers what how does it sound oh now that's an interesting question it it I, I, you never know i i I'm, I'm active in all of the stages of what they would call psychic abilities clairvoyance clairaudience clairsentience uh clair uh uh well, the clairs I, I just have the clairs so sometimes it comes like a voice sometimes it comes like a feeling that that i have to translate sometimes it comes in a vision and, and with the feeling this is the way i like to describe it um, if someone asks you what's wrong, you can say you're sad because you feel sadness. So I translate what I feel into words. And sometimes they come from the vibration of the person's voice that I'm talking to. Sometimes it comes 
you know, the visions just come out of nowhere. And a lot of the times, if I if I touch someone's hand, I'll start to see a, a, a world of vision. So it, it just kind of, it really just depends on the, the circumstances. Sometimes I can intentionally tune into, like, sight or feeling, but a lot of the times it, it just comes how it comes. I just translate the energy as it comes. Well, it's an do, do you do you see auras? Because sometimes uh, people see auras as well. No, no, not really. No, I don't. I don't. I'm not a. And, and I don't. I'm not into a lot of the things that people would assume or can do. A lot of things people don't do. Like I don't dream. I'm not a dreamer. Like I really don't have dreams when I go to sleep. Um. You know, uh, I'm not. I'm not bothered by spirits. Like spirits don't follow me around. Uh. Uh. So I don't like walk around and see spirits or anything like that. It can get uncomfortable. But um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a variety, which keeps it really fun and exciting for me. There's no one way that, um, specifically, that, that I can help someone. So it's a wide range, so that keeps it fun and exciting for me as well. Is this ability in your family, or is it inherited from a, like, your cultural background or anything like that? Gotcha. Well, when this started for me, I didn't know anyone else that this was happening to. Like, I didn't have, I didn't have too many references. Um, two of the biggest references for me was uh, the Marvel movie Doctor Strange and then the animated uh, series Avatar The Last Airbender. Like, uh, Avatar The Last Airbender helped make, made, make a lot of sense of things for me and so did uh, the first Doctor Strange and whatnot. But after this started happening, when I first started channeling, um, I told my mom about it and she wasn't surprised at all because it wasn't until I said something that I found out that she she's clairvoyant, she has dreams that come true, she has visions that, that come true, um, like sometimes she, she has seen stuff happen for my sister in a negative way, and she has guided my sister around um, some negative things, but I didn't know that until until I said something, now I don't know about, well my grandma is a Jehovah's Witness, so she would never even explore that space, so I'm not sure how far the gifts go up, but I know my, my mom is clairvoyant, my brother, one of my brothers is clairvoyant, but he doesn't talk about it, doesn't discuss it. Um, I know another one of my brothers has some gifts that he doesn't talk about, and my sister is pretty intuitive as well. So I don't know how far up in the family it goes, but for me it kind of just came out of nowhere. Do you, what made you want to express your gift online? Is it Because as you just said, it's quite a thing to put yourself out there. Oh man, that was, that was really tough for me to actually, I guess you could say, come out online. Um, because I, I was receiving a lot of judgment. When it first started to happen, I did try to seek counsel from some of my, from, from some religious people that I knew. Um, I was told I was doing the devil's work and I needed to stop and, and I was doing demonic practices. But what kept me going was the fact that I was really helping people. Like, I, like I'm like, look, I understand what you're saying, but I can't deny the fact that I'm helping people. Like, I remember specifically an instance I visiting um, a friend and his dad came through and and I didn't even want to talk about it but him and his dad had a horrible relationship but healing happened within that space and then he called other people into the office and then there was this woman whose who, uh, 16 year old son uh, died in her arms in the street and she asked me if I could if I could talk to her son I said and those are one of the instances okay don't tell me anything and I saw him laying in the street, and I saw her with him. I don't know what happened, but I said it, and she started crying immediately. And and it's just things like that. Like, what keeps me going is being able to help people in ways that are rare and being able to help people in ways that they can truly experience a new life no, no matter where they are in their life.
that's what keeps you going. Genuinely being able to help people and seeing the fruit of that labor. Yeah, I'm, 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 as I say, I, I don't disbelieve in the paranormal. I've had a lot, well, I believe I had a near-death experience. I mean, some people may say it was just my brain playing tricks, but hey, as long as I believe, as long as I believe it, that's, I was there, they wasn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Have you ever come across other people that are drawn to you, like a magnet? or someone who can have visions or empaths. Um, so people people are drawn to me often. And depending upon where the person is at in their, on their journey and what they're willing to embrace or reject will be the determining factor on how much of my energy and time that I spend with that person. Because it happens a lot in public. So those who are drawn to me, I hold a space to connect with them because I know how difficult it is to be in a space and experiencing these things and, and experiencing it alone. Thankfully, I didn't necessarily do it alone from the perspective that my angels were with me. Ever since this journey began, I had angels by my side because angels taught me how to use my gifts. Humans didn't. And, and humans didn't teach me how to meditate either. Angels did. So I teach people what my angels taught me. Do you know the theory that most, there are theories that some people believe that aliens and angels are the same people. I am so glad you said that. <clears throat> there is this, like you said, there's the ideology that aliens tend to be physical beings and angels are non-physical beings. In fact, they are interchangeable. And we also have to remember that these words that we use sometimes, they're typically defined by experiencing something, hold space to have your own experience. Hold space to experience it in a way that is authentic to you from the inside out without the expectations of the outside in of what people have told you or the ideals that people have been pressed upon you about the spirit world. Yes, I think I find it interesting. Are, are definitely quite interchangeable. I know that there are aliens who have, who have inhabited human bodies. I know that there are aliens who, who the, the, the soul of an alien has been birthed into a human body. I know angels that walk among us now in, in, in human form. Um, so so it's, there are literally infinite possibilities when it comes to the realm beyond the physical. Do you think we're coming more aware of the metaphysical and the religious side of life due to the pandemic? because we've had to look in at ourselves because we've become more oh. aware of our mortality absolutely the pandemic was a catalyst for transformation if you were if you held a space to transform if you held a space for a new life the the pandemic did that for you there were there were parents who were saying man i wish i could spend more time with my kids man i wish i could have more time to relax man i wish i could just you know invest in myself some more and spend more time with myself and that's what the pandemic offered people. The pandemic offered people the opportunity to create uh, jobs for themselves. It created space for entrepreneurs. It created a space for people to spend time with themselves. And that's when you really start to grow and transform. People go to these, these, these life coaching events and, and, and read these self-help books. If you spend time.
something magical. The world around you will start to change, even if you're in the same city seeing the same people. The pandemic was a blessing to many, 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 many people. And if it wasn't a blessing to you, then you looked at it from the wrong perspective. Do you think the current world we're living in, with all the troubles that are happening, do you think all the negativity creates more negativity? And if we try to be more, try to give out more positive energy into the world, we may get some back? I, I believe that 100%. I believe that there's the, the, the negativity of the world is fueling the, the horrendous things that are going on in the world. And I think, honestly, I think religion has a big, is, is a big part of that. Because they speak of the end times, and we're in the end times, and, and things are happening. Things are, 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 are collapsing. And, and the more people embrace those ideals, the more they're holding on to that energy, and the more that energy is expressed around them and throughout the world. Well, I believe so that because I've, I've, I've got. You know, oh, sorry. Mindset is, is, is really huge when it comes to the horrible things that are going on in the world. But on the flip side of that, if you're holding space for heaven, you can experience heaven on this earth right now, even in the midst of everything, uh, even still. I believe a lot of that on the media because they obviously bad news makes profits. Yeah, doesn't it? it? It's I mean, if you tell, if I try to find the good news stories and it's getting harder and harder. Yeah, and and that's why I'm excited for people like you, who are creating things that inspire people, who who are 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 really you know curious about okay this is going on but but what about this like let's look at this let's explore this so it's really exciting to see someone like you you know stepping into their space of joy and fulfillment oh my oh this is so good if you can give yourself permission to step within that space of, of joy and bliss and follow your dreams you can exude an aspect of energy that can be transformative for the world and a lot of people say, you know, one person can't change the world. One person isn't supposed to. We have one job to do if we want to change the world, and that's to give ourselves permission and space to, to exude joy and to experience joy. Because within the space of joy, you can experience bliss, and within that space, there's heaven. Heaven isn't a, 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 a place. It's, it's an experience. It's a feeling. It's a vibration. Where do you think the soul goes when we go depart? Tell the listeners where they can go and find you to learn more about you. Absolutely. And to, but your people can find me right. 
right now on Instagram at Artego, A-R-T-T-A-C-G-O. And if anyone would like to book a one-on-one session, whether you want to learn about your angels, you need some direction in life, you're looking for purpose, you can book a session on my website, A-R-T-T-A-C-G-O.com, Artego.com. Um, and the, the best way to follow me is definitely on um, Instagram. But I also teach classes every time, uh, a few times a year. I, I teach a, a workshop, a four-week workshop. Sometimes it's six or eight weeks. Um, I have the Awakening Experience. I have the Starseed Academy. Um, I have We Are Gifted, which teaches you about your spiritual gifts. But yeah, that's how people can find me on social media. And as well, my my email is artego at gmail.com. If you, if you have any questions, I would love to, to answer any questions to anybody who's listening. And I'm actually in the process of releasing a, uh, a spiritual toolkit. It's a series of spiritual education that you can uh, use to start to transform your life. And I, I just got a review a few days ago. A young lady started it. She, she messaged me three days later. She said, my coworkers and my family already noticed a difference. And I couldn't believe it because I just made it based on my experiences and what my angels were guiding me to do. And, and, and yeah, so if anybody wants to try out the spiritual toolkit, you can try it out on my website. It's discounted right now. There's a link. It says spiritual toolkit at artego.com. Um, so if you're looking for the next step in your life, you're looking for healing, you're looking for transformation, but you're not sure what to do and you're a little frustrated by that, the spiritual toolkit is a roadmap to the next step in, in the evolution of your journey. Well, thank you, Teo, uh, for coming on my show. I do appreciate your spending your time a day because I know I appreciate that time is an essence and a, a valuable yeah. essence in this in this life. I've yeah. I, I enjoyed our talk. Thank you. I, I want to say I'm honored that you have given me permission to share space with you. Um, I know it's been a little bit of a hiccup trying to get me on here, so I honor you for for continuing to hold space for me and for what you're doing because the world needs this. The world needs your light, so I honor you as you as you have honored yourself and you have honored me. So thank you. Thank you for giving me the time of day, my friend. <laughs>